great man once said, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And you know, again. We. And again. This is the third time. And again. That we have done this. But because of that, we have learned exactly what it is we need to do in order for this to be right. Hi, my name is the Professor Nick Harrison, known as Mr. Professor 318 on all social media platforms. And to my left is my beautiful wife. Hi, everyone. Lisa Carol Harrison. I've uh, been asking for it. Here I am. Here she is, right in, the cam- right in front of the camera. For all of you who have all wanted her to, to be see. there, she is there. Uh, wearing makeup. I this did. Is so beautiful. I put on makeup it's just so nice. for you guys. I did not. I will eventually. Yeah, I'm telling we need to get some. Yeah, because, you know, the the hat is kind of covering up the... The The shine? You're really not very shiny right now. You're a little... It's a little matted up. Yeah, I know. It's pretty good. So, what we're going to do is we are going to tell you our story. Yes. We're going to talk to you about who we are, where we came from, Mm -hmm. how we got to where we are now. Yep. Because this is a podcast that we are calling Hanging with the Harrisons. Hanging with, okay, we really, there are some podcasters that we like, and they have theme songs. They have theme songs. And I think eventually. One day. One day. We will have a, we do not have one for you now. I'm sorry to disappoint. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to kind of tell our story. And y'all have been asking for me to be in front of the camera. Um why i have no idea um and we've hesitated because you know we have clean content all of Nate, everything that he does is clean no cursing no drinking um none of the things that we don't really do a lot of politics we do religion because jesus and um he's a huge heart, part of our lives um yes, parts of our lives uh was a slip up, but I think it was pretty accurate. Um, so we don't really do a lot of all that. Um, <laughs> but the idea to put me in front of a camera, I cuss like a sailor, but Jesus still loves me. And um, that's all I have to say about that. Yes, he does. So we're going to tell our stories mm-hmm. of where we came from and how we got to where we are. And then we're going to talk about how we came to be, you know, the Harrisons. Together. Together. And through that, we will talk about the social media journey Mm -hmm. and, you know, uh, how I left my job, how she left her job, Mm -hmm. and how we are, you know, this is the family business. This is what we do. So we'll, we'll go to through all of that. Uh, and I will let my beautiful wife start. Can you sit up tall? I will let my beautiful wife start. I'm gonna. If I sit up much taller, I look really taller than you. I don't think it really matters then. Do your thing. Do my thing. Okay. Um, I figured you were talking about my butt again. You didn't want to talk about that again. She has a large butt. Which is why she looks like she's taller than me. Because she's sitting on her butt. So anyways, I was born in Baton Rouge in 1984. Um, 
my dad worked in, he was an electrical uh, substation contractor guy. I don't know. He worked for my uncle. And um, he had a pretty significant back injury um, that basically the doctor said, you can't do this anymore. This cannot be your line of work. You need to find something else. And so he, uh, we were at a, at home, I guess, or he went home to Ruston and, and his mom was in PT um, doing home health. And um, he decided he thinks he wants to be a, a PT. So um, we moved from when I was like, I, th- I think I was three, almost four, um, moved to Mobile, Alabama, where my dad attended South Alabama's um, physical therapy program. And um, then when I was nine or 10, we moved back to Ruston, which is their hometown. That's where I grew up. So I graduated from Ruston High in 2003. Go Bearcats. 2003 football state champions. Um, Runners up last year. Um, So graduated from Ruston High. Went to Louisiana Tech for a couple of years. um, And from 2003 to 2006. And then I transferred down here to, to Hammond, to South Louisiana. Um, to finish up my bachelor's in athletic training. Um, so sports medicine background, um, went back to Ruston to manage a clinic there's um, program and worked with Union Parish High School. I worked with Union Bienville Jackson and Lincoln Parishes, um, all of their schools and managed that program. But my main, uh, my main gig was Union Parish High School was Farmville at one point, um, and so I loved that. I missed it. Um, but I ended up moving for career opportunities in 2016 back down to Hammond um, with my now ex-husband and daughter, Emma, who was, um, I guess, three at the time. Um, now she is almost 11, which is crazy. Um, math is crazy. So what that equals, right? Three plus, yeah. Anyways, so... Um, <laughs> Don't make those faces. I can see you in the camera. Anyways, um, so I um, separated and divorced um, from my ex-husband in 2018 and was a single mom and um, started my, uh, I was still managing sports medicine in 2020. 2019, I started my MBA at LSU. In 2020, I went home to um, homeschool my daughter and finish up my degree and then um, started working as the um, marketing and business develop, um, developer for a behavioral health company in Baton Rouge. And that's where I learned a lot. I, I learned so much about starting businesses and keeping them afloat and um, taxes and money and um, marketing and, and all the things and um so really just had a lot of experience and, and expertise underneath my belt. And um, then I met this incredible man who um, he'll kind of tell part of that story too. But we, um, about, I guess it was, it was a year ago. It was a year ago that I quit my job. God, God just kind of laid it on my heart that it was time for me to put together, put all of the gifts and expertise that I have learned towards our family business. And so here we are um, a year later, um, having no idea how (laughs) we know how, um, but recognizing just how, how God has just come through for our family and um, 
we get to work together every day. Like I, I love to go to work every day. Most days. Yeah. Most days. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad that I get to work from home. I get to, um, you know, we have since, um, in the fall ended up, um, bringing our son home from, uh, from Montessori school to homeschool. And that, um, my first stint in homeschool was not, I needed help. Like yeah. it was, it was difficult. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was for me. I didn't think it was what, what I needed to do, but, um, that's what I had to do there for, for a little while. And, um, now though, it seems to, it seems to be working. Yeah. So we're going to keep on going with this. And, um, our daughter is still, um, on the Montessori route for now. Um, but yeah, so this is what we do. We get to hang out and I do the business side of things. Um, he does the, try to let him just stay in that creative mode. And, um, so he f- does what he does well and I do what I do well. And, um, yeah, yeah. pretty special that we get yeah. to work together. Yeah. I like him. <coughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I like you too. Thanks, babe. No problem. In fact, I love you. I really like you. So we're in the um, <coughs> we are in the market for a new marriage counselor. We're just now stepping out of what is called the honeymoon phase. <laughs> and, uh, That's what everybody says. Yeah. Because we like each other, and we love each other. Yeah. I love him a lot. Um, she cool. Because of that, people say we're still in the honeymoon phase. And honestly, I want to still be in this honeymoon phase 20 years from now. I give it like five years. Five? That's and uh, I'm going to start really getting sick of her. I can see it now. It's building. Okay, so we started this podcast because there was a lot of life spoken over our marriage and our energy. and. I love her. Okay, let me just go. Let me, I love her and I like her. And all of the things I'm joking right now. If you can't, if you're listening to this and not watching it, I'm I'm joking. This is not a real thing. You're yoki. Don't. What is too that early for the puns? What's that from? From your brain. Oh, uh, no! People say that. I'm sure they do. Keep doing the thing and talking about yourself. Oh, it's done. It was your turn. Okay, uh, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> Shout out to Steve Martin and the Jerk. Um, I was born in Minden, Louisiana. I grew up in Grambling, Louisiana, uh, where I spent all the majority of my youth is in Grambling. Uh, went to Grambling High, graduated from Grambling State University. Shout out to the Tigers. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Uh, did my grad school at Louisiana Tech. Both degrees in theater. Did some acting for a while, uh, waited tables like every true actor should, and uh, from there went to teaching college. Went from waiting tables at Chili's to teaching college. Uh, went to Grammar State University, taught for seven years in the theater department. Uh, went from there to teaching elementary school. Went back to school, uh, got my degree in education, taught elementary school, 
in Monroe, Louisiana. Monroe, Louisiana, at a mini Ruffin Elementary School. What did you say? The first Monroe's. Monroe's. Because I was about to say Monroe City or Monroe School Systems. Gotcha. Uh, Monroe, Louisiana, in the Monroe City Schools District at Mini Ruffin Elementary School. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Recording live from somewhere. Um, so t- taught at Mini Ruffin for seven years. Uh, did administration for one year at Neville Junior High. Uh, went from there. Uh, while I was at Neville Junior, uh, as a matter of fact, before I went to Neville Junior, uh, I was at a teacher conference in New Orleans uh, where I linked back up with this lady. Uh, we knew each other for years mm-hmm. but we started dating around that time uh went back to monroe uh did one year of administration in Newville junior and while i was there um made the decision to uh leave retire move mm-hmm. here and continue my career in social media and that mm-hmm. is where i am right now uh married this beautiful woman a little over a year ago um, we have three children, uh, two, all three are from previous marriages. Uh, our six year old son, Eli, our 10 year old daughter, Emma, almost 11. almost 11 at the end of January and our four and our 13 year old son, Patrick will be 14 in, 14 May. in May. Uh, so, you know, it is a beautiful mm-hmm. blended mixed family. Uh, it's a crazy life that we lead, but we are it's very happy. Life. It's an incredible life, yeah. and we're very happy. Uh, God has blessed us mm-hmm. uh, exponentially, and we are so thankful for those blessings. And now mm-hmm. we want to be able to share our life mm-hmm. and our world with you yes. in podcast form. With you. With you. With you. In podcast form. So... That is where we, where we are with the Hanging with the Harrisons mm-hmm. podcast. And we're just very thankful to be able to do that kind of stuff and we, to be in a position to right. do that. It's a blessing, and we're just very thankful. Uh, we, you know, whenever we decided we were going to get married and Nick moved down here, um, my pastor, um, shout out to the harbor, Marvin Poole, Um, love that man. Um, him and his wife, Angela are just been huge blessings in my life. And honestly, in some really tough times in my life, I would not have made it through had I not had the support of them and my church family. And um, they have five daughters and all five of them have babysat for me. And as a, if, if you're a single mom listening to this, find you, find you a family that has five daughters (laughs) because I mean, they, they've all just, and, but what was really incredible about that is that their mom one day told me that, you know, they couldn't do this life without me too, that I was able to speak life and encourage their daughters and and teach them things that they, that they weren't capable of because we all come from different places and different perspectives and um, experiences. And that's why we really, um, we live that whole it takes a village to raise a family and to and to support a family because I I needed that village for a long time and um, I am so happy to have this man as the as the leader of our home and um, as my helper and me as his helper and that has it's I mean changed me and the kids life drastically um, 
but we still need our village. Like we still, we still have a village that surrounds us and supports yeah. us as, um, because it's being a parent is not easy. Being a single parent is not easy. Being a, in a, in a, in a partnership is not, it's not easy at all. And, um, we all need people to speak life, but in the beginning of that pastor said, we, we need marriage counseling, but he wasn't going to do it. <laughs> and, uh, I'm sure many stories will come out that me and me of our relationship with, with our pastor, um, who he's just like a, like a dad to me, but you know, we, we joke and mess with each other all the time. But he said, I, I think you would you would think I was being mean to you if I'm pointing out all these um, wow. this baggage that you have and he wasn't wrong. <laughs> I don't take criticism from him well. No, she does we don't not. take it from each other well. Let's put it that way. That's very true. Um, and so he he kind of put us in. We had uh, met a, another couple. Um, shout out to Bishop Hall and and Madam Hall. Um, and we did our marriage counseling and very early in our counseling they they you know, spoke this, this life and this prophetic word over our marriage that we would be, um, we would be helping other marriages. And we were like, Oh, I don't know about that. Cause mm. our marriage is definitely not perfect. Um, we both have a lot of growth edges. I both have a lot of things to learn. Um, still, and you know, we're, we're, yeah, we're just a year in, but do we love each other more every day? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> like just, Absolutely. Um, but is it hard? Yes. Yeah. And is it hard um, being a biracial couple? Yes. Is it hard being a um, both divorced? Yes, because there's a ton of baggage that comes with that. Is it hard being a um, bonus parent? Because we don't we don't really use the word step anything here. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bonus dad, like because there's. There's nobody that's taking the place of, I'm not taking the place of, of Patrick's mom. Um, he's not taking the place of, of Emma and Eli's dad. Um, he's just, he's bonus. He's lanyap and he adds. And that's one of the things that I told the kids from the get-go, that there is no replacement that happens. There's no subtraction. Mr. Nick only adds to our to our world and to our life. And, um, and that's, honestly, it's how we should kind of, treat everybody that's yeah. in our life as they do they subtract or do they add and um really evaluate that constantly mm-hmm. of, of how much um, access they have to to your peace really and to your joy um and so as his helper and um you know as part of his village um we have we've taken this started this journey together of this family business and um, really feeding into that. And part of that was this, the evolution of the journey was for us to begin this and um, together being able to, to just build off of what Nick is already doing, which is walking in his purpose and bringing light to this dark world. And that is what we believe both of our purposes are. And so um. Yeah. 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 That's why we're here, yeah. guys. <clears throat> so that's why we're here. That's where we are. Oh, we so we met uh in 2013. Yes. 
Uh, We were working with Union High Football, her Mm -hmm. as an athletic trainer, me as a sideline reporter for Sports Talk 97.7 at the time of the ESPN affiliate. Uh, They had made made a run in the high school playoffs Mm -hmm. to the championship game. Uh, So we met working the Mm sidelines for those games and became friends. Um, Had known each other for years. Uh, I was... Uh, I had my own show mm-hmm. on 97.7, and she had come on as a guest to talk about sports medicine mm-hmm. uh, and injuries oh, from time to time. Uh, 2021, yes. I was in New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, for a teacher's conference. And while I was there, a couple of friends of ours had taking a picture of me with them while we were just out traipsing around New Orleans. And she was like, what are you guys doing in our neck of the woods? I had no idea that she, no idea that she was here. So uh, I sent her a message. I was like, wow, I didn't know you were in town. I'll be here for a couple of days. Why don't we go and uh, catch some dinner? And she said she had retired from dating. That was not a thing that she wanted to do. But I was like, well, why don't you let me take you out as a friend? And she fell for it. So I did. She fell for it. That was my plan the whole no, time. That was my plan the whole time. The whole time. time? Gotcha. So she, uh, revealing it now, folks, right here live. What she knew that. So we. But seriously, like you didn't like stop your aspirations when. What? You weren't really like, I just want to take her out as a friend. She's not dating. I'm not even going to go there. That that was my mindset at the beginning. Uh, we'll have to tell the story of that first date on another podcast because when uh, when she first showed up for the date should have been an, indica- been an indication that I was really just, I figured myself in the friend zone and I just wanted to go out with a friend. So What? Another episode. Yeah. Okay. Cliffhanger. I really don't know this story. You do. When you when hot mess express when you first came for the date. (laughs) What about it? Like you, you you were you changed clothes in my hotel room. I did, and you sat in the lobby. Didn't try a thing. Well, he offered to sit in the lobby. I just locked myself in the bathroom. Didn't try a thing. He didn't. Wait, did that put you in the friend zone? Well, that was me being a gentleman and wanting to be a friend and not trying to, like, make the moves on you. You better not have made the moves on me. No moves. There were no moves. None. It wasn't legal. No moves. There were no moves. There were no moves at that point. But, again, we'll tell the whole story of that date and how she accosted me later after she wanted to be my friend. That's not how it happened. She said we were just going to be friends, and the next thing you know, she just all over me. He tried to flirt with me, uh, like when we were talking, because this this was like on a Sunday, right? Sunday, no, Monday or Tuesday. I think it was, a, was it a Saturday or something? was it a Saturday? No, it was a Sun. Was it? When did you go down? It was like it was like Sunday or Monday when the picture happened. Had to have been Monday or Tuesday. The picture, what the picture? bump, the picture that I commented on. Oh. Who knows? Then he had the bump on. He went on the bump. The bump was Wednesday. The Wednesday. And then our date was on Thursday. Yeah. So the picture, I think, was Tuesday. Okay. So the picture. No, it was early in that. We talked for a couple of days before then. Monday then. Anyways. So. I don't even remember. 
I don't know. You were going off on a tangent, babe. Um, so, yeah. So that will also happen often. So we dated. We started dating. Uh, we mm-hmm. dated for a while. Uh, she was down here in South Louisiana. I was in mm-hmm. North Louisiana. It was difficult because you know I was spending weekends here and like driving up, driving mm-hmm. down, I should say. And uh, she would drive up sometimes. Yeah, and I worked in Jackson as well. I was running a clinic there uh, with my previous job. And um, so we would have date night. He'd drive over to, to Jackson and we'd have date night. And it was just difficult because as, you know, if we have any single moms listening, um, you know, when you're dating, you're not just dating to date. Um, you're dating to, to find somebody that's going to be your helper and recognizing that, as a single mom and having, having a full-time job, also one that required some travel to Jackson, mm-hmm. um, the kids needed stability. And although I'm their safe space and I had some incredible, oh my gosh, incredible young women who helped feed into a part of my village that they, you know, feed into my kids and, and kept them when I needed to be away. Um, that's expensive. They're still part of my village, and they are incredible. But, man, babysitting is expensive, guys. Yeah. And um, I needed a helper um, and someone to help continue to stabilize my home. And, um, you know, that that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a partner mm-hmm. and um, someone that you can share this life with, someone you can love and feeds into you and supports and loves your kids. And, um, you know, that's what you're looking for in this dating game. It's not just fun and you know people to buy expensive dinners and we go on random whatever's like i yeah. mean genuine at least my and my story um that's what i was looking for and so you know as we got more and more serious the idea that i mean he had hopes and dreams and aspirations of where what he wanted to do with his career and um you know but the more we talked about like him being in monroe for one more year it was like I, I don't know that I can do this for another year. Like I don't, yeah. a, I don't want to be apart from you. I mean, we, we genuinely love each other and love yes. each other's company. And if I could be attached to his hip at all moments of the day, I would. Facts. So many facts. Um, but it was just time, you know? And so we are big um big fans of praying for open doors and closed doors mm-hmm. and we were um really really praying that over our relationship um because we're stubborn people just in general the human race is very stubborn and so you know we can do it ourselves that is another story we told on a mm-hmm. different version of this podcast because we this is the third guys i'm sorry if our energy is a little low my energy's fine. Your energy's fine. You had, I don't know. You were funnier in the other two takes. I'm always funny. <laughs> really? You're going to let it stand still silence for a little while? Moving on. I'm funny. Um. So even somebody this morning, he was um, came in and just said, told us a word that uh, was Mr. TJ Maggio. Um, shout out to TJ. Him and Lisa, Noah, they're just so precious. The best. Precious family. Um, Very encouraging of of Nick's career and 
we really need to take, we need to call Lisa. She does dance lessons. Would y'all like to see? <gasps> We're going to take dance lessons. Did and you have can a go point this to journey. this? Did yes, I did. So TJ told us this morning um, that there was one point in his life where God just straight up asked him, like, do you want me to do it or do you want to do it? Because if you do it, go by all means. I'll support you and everything. But, like, it's definitely not going to be as good as if I do it. So you just let me have it. And um, that's kind of where where we are. The God's dreams for us are just so much bigger than we could ever imagine. So if we just kind of step back and and let him let him do that, and we just we're obedient, and that's um, the part of being obedient is sometimes we need help. Sometimes we need those wide open doors, obvious wide open doors, and we need um, we need those closed doors too. And so. Yes. You know, when I left um, the hospital I was working for in children, that was an obvious closed door. And it was opened the door to so many opportunities and time to reprioritize my family. Um, and that uh, we need to write that down. But that's a that's another another podcast um, episode is how God continues to like realign. Like we go in, a, we go in. <coughs> You good? Yeah. Um, we go in like one one area and we, we learn our lesson and then sometimes we fall back into um, our bad habits. And I believe that a year ago when God said you need to quit your job and it's time for you to focus and use all of your gifts and talents towards your family business and to support Nick. And um, I truly believe that that was a obvious closed door an obvious open door to, to this opportunity. Um, but also an opportunity for me to realign and to rest mm -hmm. because Lord knows that was the, probably the biggest lesson that I learned, uh, over the last year is that I think my, my life, I had been in this like fight or flight mode, mm -hmm. um, like survival mode. I was proud. I was proud. I was proud of, what I could survive and what I had survived and rest is for the week. Right. <laughs> that's, I would think so. I think that's the, the biggest lesson yeah. that I learned this year and God to just have the space to do that. And that's, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's what a good partner does Amen. is when you're sitting there all down on yourself because you think you're being lazy or you think, and they just say, no, your body obviously needs to rest and you need to take some time. Yeah. Find somebody that does that. Because you definitely weren't trying to do that. No. And I had to remind you repeatedly. Mm. We got this. Don't worry about it. Chill. Lay yeah. down. Rest. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm working. We're taking care of it. And mm -hmm. God provided. You mm -hmm. know? That's what you have to remember. And that goes directly into what TJ was talking about. You know? Yeah. Do you want do you want to do it? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to do it? Well, that's and, another like talk. I think we need to speak to the big lesson. One of the biggest lessons that we both learned this year is that, um, you know, we've been, we've been trained, I believe as a society. I don't know that I necessarily want to go into the deep dive rabbit hole of, of that. Um, not a conspiracy theory, but just that, uh, thought process that we mm -hmm. were, I mean, it's been it's been kind of thrown in my face multiple times by people in past lives. Um, 
uh, that are that are no longer a, an active part of my life that you know having a real job and a you know working like I have to I had to really it was hard for me to say mm-hmm. I'm a stay-at-home mom it's hard for me to say I were I do not work outside of the home but what I do in this home is definitely work and I work very hard just because it's not it didn't look like what it does for everybody else. And that was hard for you. Yeah. Um, you want to talk just about taking that? taking on a, a different, bit? it was hard for me just looking at social media as a job or mm-hmm. as a profession. Yeah. It was, you know, I'd grown up with traditional jobs for my entire life. I worked as a car hop at Sonic. I worked as a waiter at Chili's. I uh, worked in sports radio for years mm-hmm. as a producer on air talent. You know, those are looked at as, you know, traditional jobs. Yeah. But, you know, sitting at home and making TikToks all day, not necessarily looked at by some people right. as a traditional job. But we are in a time and place in our lives and in the world where mm-hmm. influencer is a career. And I am in that position right now where I am an influ I am an influencer. So I can look at How this as a career. That? How hard was that for you to say that? I said that I was an influencer. I didn't say I was famous. I just said I was an influencer. <laughs> I refuse to say that I am famous. Not famous. Um, just a dude having fun and mm. enjoying making silly videos that make people smile and laugh. Yeah. That's who I am. But, you know, it's I am technically an influencer and... Mm. I, you know, influencer is a job. It's a career. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lifestyle. It's what you do. So that's where I am right now. And that's where we are. And it was difficult for me to kind of admit that and dive into that. But now that I have, <laughs> that was a yawn, people. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, you know, I'm old and we're, we're to that point. And plus we need to leave in Thank a little you. bit. So, you know. We're going to a party. Yes, we are with the Mandy Milkshakers. And I am like, honestly, I'm excited about this party. And the reason is, is because I can wear this and I don't have to put on more makeup. I don't have to fix my hair. She has on a long sleeve shirt and jeans. I have a long sleeve shirt and jeans on. I can put on some tennis shoes. It's in someone's front yard, and there's a bonfire. Sign me up. Sign me up for not having to wear no cocktail dress. I am absolutely mortified by this party because we're in someone's front yard. You know why can't we be? Why can't we be in the house? Why can't we? You know, (laughs) watch the ball drop like Americans. Surely we'll be allowed in the house. I mean, but we have porta potties. I don't know. I mean. If that's all we're going in the house for, then I have questions. Like, I want to just, I want, you know, New Year's parties for me are indoors. So, I'm just very, I'm intri- I'm in- intrigued by what we're about to encounter. But, I'm, you know, it's ladies who wear polka dot dresses all the time. They do. And, and they're and so cute. They are adorable women. So, we are going to have fun and enjoy ourselves. Um, The Mandy's made our first episode. What do you think? 
Future lady. episodes with the Mandy's. It's on the way. You never uh, know. You never know. So we're gonna go ahead and wrap up. Yes. And get this uh this thing in the can before my phone shuts off again for like the fifteenth time. Y'all have no idea. A lot of editing on this one, folks. A lot of lots editing. Lots of editing. Lots of redos. But that ain't nothing but the enemy trying to keep hold that's us right. back. Because you know what? I truly like, and that's that's what I think has been the most exciting about the idea of this is that, you know, we um, we're looking forward to a engaging, um, engaging as a couple, sharing our our knowledge and our passions and our just our life experience. Because right. if any of the things that we have been through helps even one single person, it was worth the 17 times that we recorded this one episode. Plus getting to embarrass my wife in front of countless people is just, that's, that's really, I just can't wait. That's what the price of admission for me. I can't wait for everyone to recognize what the people who know us already know. Cause this is just starting off. This is just the introductory episode. When did we actually get into a groove and I'm making fun of my wife. Like I do on a regular basis. But wait till all of y'all realize that I'm actually the funny one. That is a lie that's been told to her. Um, <laughs> They're we, all lying to me. We, all of the, uh, all of the tens, two people. All the tens. Of all people. the two people <laughs> that say this. That I'm fun. That's because you're funnier in their like type of humor. They're not into actual uh, what comedy, so they don't understand what funny is. But it's okay. Because you guys know you're going to figure it out during this podcast. And that is what I'm talking about when I say I'm going to make fun of my wife for episodes upon episodes. And I'm interested. I'm excited. I look forward to it. Vote for me. Vote <laughs> for me. For what? I'm not, I'm not saying another word. What are we voting on? I'm not saying another word without my lawyer present. Um <laughs> Some laws. Shout out to John J. McCoy. Putting them in jail, baby. How dare you? These are their stories. That is not what we do with the judicial system. (laughs) Judicial system. Who says that? It's an old Dana Carvey joke. It was the judicial system. The judicial system. So, yeah. I pull up old stand-up bits, too. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. At, at, <laughs> <laughs> what? And as always with me is uh, Garth Algar. Nice. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and sign off here. Uh, for- Hanging with. Harrison. That is not a thing yet. Uh, for my wife, Lisa, I am the Professor Nick Harrison. We thank you for joining us on this maiden voyage of Hanging with the Harrisons. Gonna and, uh, be exciting. We will see you again once we decide to, like, once we actually have the time to do another episode and put all this stuff It'll on be our next kitchen weekend. table. We're going to do an episode Every time the kids are with their biological father. Will it, will it be every every weekend? Yeah. Right now. Okay. Remember, we don't have... Yeah. Okay. 
for the next few weekends. Okay. okay. I'm with you. All right, guys. If nobody told you today, you are loved, you're appreciated, you're important, you're more than enough exactly as you are, and always remember to be great. See you guys on the next episode of Hanging with the Harrisons. Bye. Bye.